Today, we're talking about directory websites. Today, we have a returning guest, Tony Meritado. Before I send it to the interview and normal intro, number one, good news, my voice is back. It is early in the morning right now, so it's a little scratchy, but I didn't completely lose my voice a couple weeks ago. However, I did hear back from hundreds of you via email that you really enjoyed the sexy radio voice, so thanks for letting me know. Tony has a course that he's launching on directory websites. I get questions about this fairly often. I would say once a month, people see directory websites, they think about it, they don't know exactly what to do because a lot of people are not talking about them. So you could check out Tony's sales page, see if it's a good match for you. Of course, listen to the interview today and see if it sounds like something you want to get into, but it's a It's a different kind of website with different monetization, and I think that makes it attractive, especially if you have a couple websites that are earning money from, say, display ads and affiliate. Maybe you can diversify your revenue streams with a directory website and maybe be a little insulated from many of the risks that we have to deal with. So let's get over to the interview now and hear from Tony. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to The Doug Show. My name is Doug Cunnington, and we're going to be talking to Tony Meritado today about directory websites. Tony's been on the show a couple times before. Great guest. Always excited to talk to him. And he has two directory sites that he is earning a, a decent chunk of money from. We'll get into the details. But the cool thing is he grew these sites so quickly that it's worth looking at especially I think some of the common knowledge out there is that directory sites are kind of like old school. Maybe they won't work now, but we're going to get into the details and learn about what Tony did. So Tony, how's it going? Doug, so thank you so much for having me back. It's going great here. It's a beautiful, actually cool, but sunny day in Ohio. Awesome. Yeah. It is a little cool here in Colorado, but I think it's sunny and we kind of, we're starting to pull out of winter, which is good. Yeah. So. For the people that don't know you, of course, we'll link up to the other episodes so they can hear a little bit more about your story and some of the other projects that you're working on. But what's a little background? What's your story? So people have an idea what you do these days. Sure. So I'm actually a licensed physical therapist by trade. I have a private practice. I treat patients on a daily basis. But my passion is really in kind of information dissemination, you know, and that's what got me into niche websites. That's what took me down this road. As a therapist, we're kind of in the clinic. We're stuck between the four walls. We, we do amazing things and help people, but only the people in front of us are the ones that get to hear about it. So years ago, I got into websites. I created my first website in 2003, grew it, but I never was able to really get traffic to it until I started to hear your name and other uh, individuals who really were able to teach me through social media like YouTube how, what SEO was, how to do keyword research, how to do all that stuff. And so now really since 2019 in our previous episodes, I've shared experiences and how I've grown kind of the digital side of my physical therapy practice and moved even beyond physical therapy. So I just enjoy sharing the successes and the stories that I found because I'm still kind of in the beginner world. I'm, I'm nowhere near the money and revenue that some of the big names are making. So I'm hoping that it's a little more relatable to somebody who's listening 
and has it hasn't even earned that first digital dollar. Perfect. And again, we'll link up to the other episodes so people can get a few more details. And today we will be focusing on the directory site. So I'm curious, like what made you think like a directory site would be a good route? As I mentioned before, they're not that popular right now, or at least there's not a lot of people talking about them as far as I know. So what was the, what was the trigger to make you think, Hey, this is maybe a good idea. Yeah. So this is something that goes back decades. Literally. I was talking to a friend of mine, an associate that I've never met in person, only knew online. I was like, Hey Dave, do you remember in 2006, I was talking to you about creating a way for patients who are looking for physical therapists to find physical therapists in their area? You know, and the idea was right now, and, and even today, the system is still you have an injury, your doctor tells you where to go, but you have no idea. You have no no active voice in that process. You're not picking the therapist you want. You don't know anything about the therapist you're going to see. You don't know what it's going to cost, nothing. So I was like, we have Yelp. We have all of these other directories out there. Why don't we have something like this for therapists? Back then, 2006, the technology wasn't there. It was too hard. I wasn't a coder. I didn't know how to do something like that. So it was one of those ideas that sat on the back burner and for two decades almost, finally, about two years ago, I was introduced to a friend of mine, different friend. He had a directory in the finance niche and he was like, yeah, you know, I just, I download these databases of personal finance guys and I upload it and then I charge them a monthly basis. I can rank keywords in its local SEO so I can get to the top of Google for specific keywords and specific geographies. And he was making a really great living just doing this. I was like, how in the world can I bring this to therapy? So he connected me with the company that he uses. Um, and, and, you know, it was June 8th, 2021 that I launched my first directory site. And like most of us, it was a mess. It's ugly. It's, it's doesn't have the traffic that it should have. But even with that, I was able to launch a site that was monetized at a thousand dollars a month within the first month. I actually made a lot more in the first month, but then it slowed down as my immediate audience got into the program and paid the memberships. But still, it's been almost 16 months now. We're still averaging about a thousand a month. It's recurring revenue. So they're on annual programs. And that was the groundwork for my second directory, which I just launched October 24th, 2022. Okay. And you said, did I catch this right? Within the first month of the the site that you launched in June, 2021, it made $1,000. Did I hear that right? You did. So, so the whole idea is it goes back to, I have an audience. Most of us have some some sort of audience, some sort of local professional group. Um, I had been growing a Facebook group since probably mid-2016, specifically on the topic of how therapists, PTs, OTs, SLPs, can contract with and bill Medicare for services. And so I would answer questions and I'd I gave away tons of free content, free information for several years so that when I was ready to launch that directory, I had no idea I was going to do it, but when I was ready for it, 
I had the group is probably about 5000 members on Facebook. And I was like, Hey, guys, listen, this is what's going on. We're all dealing with this. It's a challenge. We can't compete with major hospitals and other large organizations on Google. Even if we're in a local geography, we're always going to get beat by bigger, more established sites. So I'm going to create a directory where you can have a listing. I'm going to charge $100 for a year. I mean, just dirt cheap. You can even do it free because I knew that if I grew the pages and we'll talk about user-generated content, content, I could monetize in other ways. But basically, I mean, it didn't take that many of the people within my audience to sign up for a $100 a year program. And I would educate them. I would explain what local SEO was. I would explain the importance of having these certain things on your, your directory, on your membership, and then your content pages. And I mean, within that first month, I think I, I ultimately made about $3,000 because it was the early adopters that jumped on. Then it went to like two and then one, and then we'd have a $500 a month. But then I announced the direct directory and they'd remember and a bunch of more people would join. And so within the first three to six months, it kind of hit where it's been. And now it's just steady state. I haven't gone back to it. I haven't added new content to it. I haven't done anything in over 12 months, but it just continues to build, build history. And with it, you know, the members that are there continue to renew annually. Gotcha. That is pretty amazing. Now, do you think your Facebook group or a Facebook group or an audience is a prerequisite to, you know, hit the ground running like that. Yeah, I do. I mean, there's no doubt. Like I know other individuals who have tried directories with no audience, no social media, no YouTube. Um, I could do it now. I could do it today because of the lessons that I've learned over the last 16, 18 months, but I couldn't do it then. You know, and so that's where it was the lowest hanging fruit. I said, I've got all of these amazing clinicians that are in my network. I've given free information for so many years. Um, this, I view it as a way to elevate the entire profession, to increase awareness, to communicate, you know, hey, these people are here. Um, and kind of to piggyback on that, and, and this is where I always say, like, we're planting seeds. We, have, we never know which seeds are going to germinate and what's going to grow but I plant a lot of seeds. So I've got my YouTube channel that's focused on the physical therapist, but I also have a YouTube channel that's focused on individuals who had a total knee replacement. I have a Facebook group dedicated to physical therapists in business, and I have a Facebook group dedicated to individuals who had a knee replacement. So I knew I've got this reach 25,000, 28,000 subs on my knee replacement YouTube channel, I could direct that traffic because they're looking for therapists. I could direct that traffic to my directory. And then that supports the paid memberships. And as the traffic grows on the directory, I monetize with display ads. I monetize with affiliate income. And so that directory just in memberships pays me over a thousand a month, but that doesn't count display ads. That doesn't count affiliate income from Amazon and other programs. Uh, and it really is mostly user generated traffic. All of the member listings, they're, they're individual unique pages. They're created by the members. I'm not creating their pages. And the members have the opportunity to 
create user data like articles, they can embed YouTube videos, they can do all of these other things. And so when you look at it from an SEO perspective, if a small physical therapist in Arkansas has a website for their business with three pages, they can post a blog post on that three page website and now it's four pages, or they can post a blog post on my directory, which is over 3000 index pages. I'm going to rank that article quicker for them. They get the backlink back to their site and it directs all of the, the potential interest back to them. Perfect. Wow. I have so many follow-up <laughs> questions. That's pretty awesome. And one thing you kind of snuck in there that I want to highlight is you have kind of this supply and demand. Like one of the struggles, I know this isn't a forum, right? But right. one of the struggles is you have the directory and people, you know, those companies are paying you to have a listing on the directory and have their pages and some other stuff. You also have interested audience. So you would not have the ongoing subscriptions if people, you know, if the, the PTs weren't getting some customers out of, it, out of it, some value. So you're able to like drive the audience, people that need PT to the directory. Did I catch that right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's effectively a marketplace. And for a marketplace to succeed, you need buyers and sellers and they need to be launched basically together. So this was something that was a long time in the making, um, but I had accumulated the audience on the consumer side through my YouTube and my Facebook, and I had accumulated the audience on the producer side, which were the clinicians. And so once I, once the technology caught up so that I, again, I'm not a programmer, I'm not a web developer, I'm not any of those things, but there are enough platforms out there that you can create a directory very simply. I literally had that directory up and running probably within two to three weeks, you know, now again, it wasn't perfect and I messed some stuff up and I'd have days where it was completely offline because my URL expired or whatever, but the idea is that I was able to duct tape it together and manage it. And it's been consistently growing and bringing revenue to me. Okay. And let's talk about the other revenue streams you mentioned, ads and affiliate. Do they make up much of the revenue stream? Yeah. So right now the traffic is still somewhere in the, in the low thousands per month. Um, it's highly targeted traffic, so it's valuable traffic, but on a pure display ad basis, it's not really making enough revenue that's going to move the needle. Um, the affiliate income is nice. And when we get a chance to talk about Amazon, we can touch on that again. Uh, but what I realized as I learned the lessons of how to bring traffic to my website, I've got the directory, I've got the member pages, but I started creating more keyword rich articles. So as an example specific to my profession, if somebody has knee surgery, there's a bunch of ice machines that people would use to manage the pain after knee surgery. So I do a simple five best ice machines following knee surgery. And that's one of my highest ranking articles. I do articles about the best shoes to wear after a knee replacement surgery. Um, those are easy affiliate articles for me to write. They drive traffic. We've talked about my keyword research process before, but Google Keyword Planner, I look at Google itself for the search results. Um, very, very basic, very simple stuff. 
but I have all of this equipment in my clinic. So I've got real photos. I've got real videos. I'm actually using the equipment. I embed my YouTube videos in the articles. Um, it's been a really easy process. And that's where I was saying before, if I didn't already have the audience, I probably couldn't have grown the site as quickly. Now understanding how I can create content that Google wants desperately to put in front of the right people, I can get traffic to a site within a month. Like if we want to talk about my second directory, it grew from absolutely nothing, brand new URL, no content on the site, October 24th to, I was just looking at my analytics over the last seven days. I'm averaging about 3,500 uh, impressions per day. And I'm averaging about 50 organic clicks per day from Google search console. Perfect. So, I mean, it's been 105 days and like the sandbox lasted me maybe a month and a half and, okay. and I'm already kind of past it. So perfect segue. Let's talk about the second site and what you would do if you didn't have an audience. So let's start at, you know, kind of square one is uh, the new directory is it within the niche that you are already working in? Yeah. So the first directory was a little more specific. Mistake number one. <laughs> it was focused on physical therapists who only do outpatient therapy and only treat patients in the patient's home. So I eliminated a huge segment of the profession. Um, my second directory it's more broadly focused on PT in general. So there's over 250,000 licensed PTs in the country. Um, the, you know, there's new students graduating every year and, and it's a pretty broad audience for that. And uh, it's more targeted toward the consumer. So if the consumer is looking up heel pain, plantar fasciitis, rotator cuff repair, they're gonna find content specific to that. And through that content, they're going to be funneled into, you know, finding a therapist in their local geography. Um, I've, I've created so far since 105 days ago, because I asked Alexa how many days it's been, um, 54 articles that I uniquely created. But a lot of these now in some of your previous interviews, somebody was talking about modular content, brand swapping. And so what I started to realize was there are elements within the article that are very similar across conditions, across, you know, processes. So I'm like, why am I going to rewrite exactly the same thing, especially if I want to target a geography? So I've got articles that are, you know, the best solution for this problem in Ohio the best solution for this problem in Arkansas, in Kansas. And, and I'm targeting more popular states with, you know, higher search traffic first, and then I'll work my way down into the, the smaller states. Um, but that's really what's generating the traffic. I just put out an article kind of randomly, top five mistakes people make after a total knee replacement. It got picked up. It shot to like 6,000 impressions in Google search console within the first three days, you know, and, and that lifted my site. It generated like 120 clicks or something like that. Um, I had an article uh, related to pickleball and like health heart or heart health that got picked up for Google discover. I've never had an article get picked up for Google discover. And that jumped to like 50 clicks in 48 hours and all these impressions. Um, so if I was looking at starting, 
I lost track of your question. Starting from day one, no audience. I don't know anybody or anything. First thing I do is I look at my own problems. What are the problems in my life? What's frustrating me? What do I wish I could solve? And who's the person that can solve that? That's going to be the target. That's going to be the focus of the directory. Because if I can't find the problem for for solution for my problems, I'm going to go looking for it. Um, once I identify who that service provider is, product provider, manufacturer, whatever, I'm going to look at how big, how many of them exist. You know, if there's three in the country, probably not going to go for them. But there are so many professional services that are out there and, and all of these different options. Um, and then I would start creating the content first. I would start doing the keyword research. I'd start getting traffic to the site for informational content so that when I then go to the service provider and I say, hey, you know, uh, I'm, I've got this directory for your service in this city. I have no members listed right now. Uh, how would you like to be my premier member? This is the cost. This is the traffic we have coming. Like, absolutely, it's a no-brainer for them to to see that information and, and go ahead and purchase the membership. That's the way I would do it. I would do it. I'd bring the audience first with keyword research and and targeted articles. Do you have any idea of the threshold for the size of the target market? So you said there's 250K PT offices or um, physical therapists in the country. Is yeah. there is there some amount where you're like, ah, that's too small, that's too big, anything like that? Well, what's interesting with this was I was looking at it and I did my competitive research like any of us would do. I looked at other websites that are similar, mostly content, but did have a directory as like a secondary thought. The directory was all text. It was just very, very basic. I mean, not an enjoyable user experience to look through their directory. Their main focus was consumer-facing content. The main competitor that I found, which was very, very close to what I want to do, a half a million monthly views. I looked at their advertising package because they were selling advertising so I could see what their um, all of their numbers were. I can see all of their metrics. They were sharing all of that. And so I knew from their information, we, we had the potential for at least a, a half a million views a month. When I look at them through similar web and Uber suggest and other tools, I mean, I could see what their top performing uh, keywords are. I could decide if I wanted to target that, but I'm coming from a site with a zero DR, uh, like no history, no authority. So uh, we've talked about this before. And of course the new E with, experience on top of expertise, authority, and trustworthiness. What's easy for us is I'm licensed. I'm, creden I'm licensed by the state. I'm credentialed by Medicare. Like I've got a lot of links that I can associate with so that a human or an algorithm that's looking for authority can very quickly confirm, yeah, I'm a real person. I've also built a library of real videos and photos and content across um, many years of doing this. So I do think that gave me a little boost. I hired a PR firm to help me with the digital PR and niche website build, or um, what was the name? Yeah, you got it. Niche website builders. <laughs> niche website builders. I know they're, they're rebranding a little bit, so I wasn't sure what they wanted, but um, yeah, like that was great. I had never gotten a Haro link before. I started doing more Haro outreach 
Um, the team at Niche Website Builders helped me. I probably got 15 to 20 domain rated sites above 70 that were direct backlinks back to my new directory site. And, and this was in about a 30 day period. It's just crazy how much out, outreach we were able to do collectively between myself and them and members that were joining the site. So it, it was definitely a multi-prong approach, but I also know that I'm still just laying the groundwork. Like the site's averaging about 4,000 page views a month, or I'm sorry, a week. That's great, but that's just the beginning of where we want to get to. I mean, I really want this to be my main project moving into the next rest of this year and into 2024. Cool. And with niche website builders, the I don't know if they changed their name. I, I don't know what it will be, but we'll link properly in the, uh, the sure. show notes here. I have I have no clue. I remember uh, now that you mentioned it, they were going to change their name, but I've been getting emails, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, yeah. So many so many pieces here to unpack, um, which I don't even know if we'll have all all the time to cover everything. But one thing that you you mentioned here, and I was starting to think about, you know, all the different industries that would be in need of some kind of a directory like this. There's all these professional services, like you said. And I was also, I, I did some work a few years ago, freelancing for like uh, nursing homes and like retirement homes, active living kind of places, a whole suite, but essentially it was like 55 and up and, you know, a small amount of services or, you know, someone needs like 24 hour nursing. So what I found is some of those, you know, nursing homes have, uh, you know, they're owned by big corporations basically versus your kind of small shop, like a, a PT might be where maybe there's a one owner, maybe there's a couple people on staff, but basically you end up with like an easy um, an easy to find decision maker. Someone is the CEO and you can kind of get approval quickly. They could test out marketing ideas like advertising on the directory, where if you go to a bigger industry where maybe there's potentially more money, but all of a sudden you have to work with a, you know, a bunch of different individuals and it's hard to get approval. So do you have any insight on how you can find other industries that you can get the decision maker quickly. Maybe I'm over, um, over complicating it, thinking about dealing with a corporate structure. Any thoughts on that? I think it's like anything, you know, it's all about the relationships. It's all about, all about who you know and who you connect with. Um, for us, it's one of those things where I'm casting a wide net right now low cost. But even on my directory, I've got a 25,000 enterprise solution option because I know that there are like thousand clinic businesses, publicly traded, publicly owned businesses within the profession. And they're not going to come and mess with a hundred dollar a year membership. So even if I never sell a $25,000 enterprise solution, I'm putting it up there. But what happens is, like any anything, there, there are connections that are made, either individually, podcasts like this, somebody hears me, they mention it. Um, there's a large VC-funded group 
that they had heard of some of my YouTube content. They reached out to me. We did some YouTube collaborations together that connected me with somebody behind the scenes. Uh, I also have connections with some of the larger nursing home management companies as well, just because my name is out there and I've, I've made associations with people. So that's what it is. I mean, it's shaking hands and kissing babies. It's a little bit of politics that need to happen. And as much as I hate it, I'd rather be behind the screen. Um, I know that that's part of it. So when I'm ready for that step, I've got the groundwork that I'm laying right now. You know, it's much easier for me to go and say, look, I've got 5,000 individual providers in a highly segmented um, market. Now, if you want to come in and bring 2,000 clinic locations online tomorrow, we can do that, you know, but I can't go to them first, or at least I don't think I can go to them first when I don't have proof of concept out there. So my plan will be initially display ads, eventually direct ads, and then build those relationships. Got it. And it makes sense too, like you talked about planting seeds and you don't know how things are going to work out, but it gives you a lot of flexibility in the future and same deal with the relationships. You don't know where they're going to lead or maybe someone leaves their current role and they end up at a much bigger company and they could bring you on board because you did a good job before or they like you or whatever. Very cool. All yeah. right. So you have the subscription for the providers. You have a little bit of ad revenue. You mentioned there's some affiliate as well. So maybe we can get into that a little bit. Can you tell me some of the affiliate revenue? Yeah. So I've been a member of Amazon's associate program for five or six years. And I did it before that. Um, Share a sale and a couple other affiliate networks are out there as well. So when I'm looking at creating content that's going to bring users, bring consumers to the platform, I try to meet the consumer where the consumer is. As a clinician, we get so stuck in, you know, what we think the consumer should be looking for. We forget what the consumer is actually looking for. So stuff as simple as like the best recliner that somebody might want to buy after shoulder surgery or knee surgery. Um, Walmart has an affiliate program. Amazon has an affiliate program. I do try to include more than one affiliate link so that the buyer consumer has a choice of where they're going to buy from. Um, but we're probably doing a couple hundred a month through just the traditional Amazon affiliate links that take you from my website to Amazon to complete the purchase. Cool. Very good. So I'm curious and a little teaser for everyone. You have been playing around with the Amazon Influencer program and right. it's a separate topic area. So we're going to publish that in a few weeks here, but just wanted to let people know that that'll be coming out too. So as we're kind of winding down, number one, is there anything that I forgot to ask you about that is interesting about this site or the strategies that you've used? No, I, I think the main thing for site builders to consider is, you know, you kind of have three options, like either you're going to create all the content yourself, which I've been in that world. That's that's I've done that. You're going to buy the content and I've done that too. And I've been okay, satisfied with the content I've purchased. I mean, it's better than no content. It's never going to be as good as the content that I create, but it's good enough. Or you're going to have users generate the content and like, that is, I think, the greatest area because these are users that are creating content themselves, 
we're we're pooling resources across you know a huge area um it's challenging don't let me fool you like there there's lots of people that say they're going to create content and never create content because they're busy professionals and i understand that but I, I think that is the greatest kind of hidden value here is that you have the opportunity to unlock that user generated content very good okay so a couple other questions as we're wrapping up. You mentioned that you want this to be your big thing, right? Or at least one of your big things. What's coming up in the next year? What's, what are you going to be working on? What are the major goals? Right now, the site's got about 450 members. Um, I've got about 2,000 indexed pages. So my main goal is really going to break through that threshold that I've never gotten past like 30,000 visitors a month across other sites, um, really try and hit that, you know, 10,000 a month revenue number, then hopefully get up into the 25, 30,000 a month revenue number. Um, but it's just head down, stay focused. I, I like shiny objects just as much as everybody else but I'm going to really, really try to do my best to focus all of my efforts on this one project because I, I do think it can get, have a significant valuation and it will then be the launching point for any of the other projects that I want to move into over the next couple of years. Perfect. Yeah. And I think you're right. The valuation on a site like this would probably be a lot more than, you know, your standard in air quotes, niche site where it's monetized in, you know, the typical fashion, majority coming from affiliate or at display ads. This is individuals. These are businesses. They're professionals. It's a completely different type of business. And Recurring revenue. Yeah. I mean, it checks all these different marks that, you know, your typical niche site is not going to have. So uh, I think final question here. Is there anywhere that you know of or that you used as a resource to help you along with a directory kind of site? Um, again, I, I don't see many people talking about these out there. So is there anywhere that you know of that people can turn? There are some good Facebook groups. You know, I, I'm kind of intentionally not mentioning the name just in case cool. you end up doing anything or we do it. Um, but there are some great Facebook groups out there. There are several hosting sites that have kind of plug and play directories available. Of course, I'm biased to the one that I use. Um, but right now, as you said, I, I think it's the boring side of things. But I never realized just how powerful something like this can be. And truthfully, there's a lot of free publicly available data that uh, I'll give one quick example here. So I was watching an interview. I went back, I couldn't find whose YouTube channel it was on, but it was an individual who had created a directory site from publicly available information. When you search this public information, there's only one actual national directory that has it. Everything else, nine more spots on the rest of page one for Google search is up for grabs. And so this guy just downloaded, scraped or downloaded the directory, put it onto his own directory website. And if I remember correctly, he was monetizing these pages at like $20,000 a month in display ads. He was making a ridiculous amount of money and, and it was all public information. He had just organized it on his own site 
made it available and did a little SEO to get it onto page one. He wasn't ranked one, but he was on page one. So, you know, sometimes second and third place are pretty successful <laughs> when it comes to uh, income. Amazing. Uh, either you told me about that, Tony, or someone else did. I don't even remember. I, I, I think I did. I was trying okay. to track it down. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this sounds very familiar. So, okay. Super cool. Uh, Tony, anything else uh, before we wrap it up? No, I just, I want to thank you, Doug. I, I told you in the pre-show, but you do so much. You provide so many resources, so, so much value to so many people. I guarantee you, like, I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for people like you and the others out on YouTube who share this information, because I would have absolutely believed it was all fake. It was impossible that nobody could do the things that, you know, I'm doing. And so I, I have you guys as a community to thank. Thanks, Tony. Appreciate that. Well, where can people find you? You're out there in a couple places, but where do you want people to go? Sure. Doug will post the links, but you can find me on YouTube. I've got Learn Medicare Billing is my YouTube channel for professionals. I'm also on Facebook under Anthony Maritato and the same for LinkedIn. Perfect. Yeah. We'll link up to all that stuff. Plus the other episodes. Always a pleasure, Tony. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Doug. <laughs>